Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Nyla and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and as always, other things that you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about allergen relief for yourself and how you can get well sooner with five different ways to do so. The podcast Green Dots is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and also share Green Thoughts. Last thing is to contact Green Thoughts by voice message. The info is in the podcast description as well as every episode show notes. Or you could always send an email to greenathoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Okay, everyone, so there aren't any, um, you know, different announcements for uh, today's podcast episode and everything, so I'm going to jump into the In Other News, which, of course, is the segment where I talk about uh, certain environmental, of course, uh, news headlines, and so it's just a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is um, about some toxins, and so there are PFAS, or PFAS uh, toxins, They were found in drinking water throughout Southern California. And uh, that was on on the Society of Environmental Journalists website via the Orange County Register site. And um, the article uh, goes on and talks about um, what's happening in Southern California right now. So, quote, Walls of nearly two dozen Southern California water agencies have reportable uh, levels of PFAS or PFAS, uh, a chemical family increasingly linked to cancer, liver and kidney damage, thyroid disease, and uh, also high cholesterol and low fertility, um, and then lastly, uh, low birth weight and uh, ulcerative uh, colitis. So getting those uh, ulcers there, and so those are um, really bad um, things connected to what's happening uh, in the drinking water. Um, so the state, um, this year, so in 2019, they began, uh, ordering the tests for those chemicals, the, the PFAS, uh, chemicals, but, um, the new state law, um, that's going on right now is requiring that the customers be notified about the presence, um, of those chemicals and that won't kick in till, um, next year. So in 2020, um, so for all those in California, um, this is something to definitely um, read up on uh, more so where you are and then see if you are affected, especially your drinking water. The uh, next headline is um, about Brazil. So a uh, defender of Brazil's indigenous tribes is murdered uh, execution style in uh, Amazon town. And that was on Earther. Um, you can check out more um, on Earther online. And um, Maxil Pereira dos Santos, he was a veteran defender of Brazil's um, indigenous people, the land in Brazil, the forests, and he was reportedly shot um, while he was on his motorcycle riding around um, this Amazonian uh, town. Uh, he was a really 
a passionate environmentalist and it just it haunts me that he you know went ahead and passed on and I, I hear horror stories of a lot of environmentalists especially in Brazil being killed um, and tracked down because of the work that they do and uh, he worked with uh, FUNAI which um, is a really big organization and for the past 12 years he you know defended um, and contacted a lot of people um, and he you know spoke and dealt with um, Brazilian tribes he uh, talked with miners and loggers and farmers and just anyone that would be able to try and seize the Amazon uh, forest in the rainforest there so he was really um, a really big player in all of that and uh, it's sad to see him go and then the last uh, headline is about a rare deer so there's this rare deer um, that likely lived 50 years beyond declaration of extinction. You can check out more about it on ScienceDaily.com in the Science News section. So um, first, um, the appearance of the deer, it kind of, I guess, took everybody by surprise. So a trucker in uh, Laos uh, found a set of antlers and they were in really pristine and, and clean and fresh condition, very much new. And these were found back in the 1990s. And then um, that trucker gave those um, antlers to a shop in the northern uh, Laos uh, province of uh, Phong Sali. And um, then they were photograph photographed by this um, photographer and these antlers were the Schomburg's uh, deer and um, they were photographed by the United Nations um, agro agronomist um, Lauren uh, Chazé um, in 1991 so the year um, after I guess they were found and then um, there's more research uh, on this and um, I actually have the a research article and so it was published really recently so um, this past uh, August and it was in the journal of the Bombay Natural History Society and the professor um, Gary Galbraith he's a professor of biological sciences at Northwestern University uh, Weinberg College of Arts and Sciences and he was heavily involved in the work and so if you're interested in a little bit more of his research and journal article, I will leave the research link in the show notes so you can check it out uh, for yourselves. And all those who love um, hunting and love uh, animals and deer and elk and the like, moose, then you may probably enjoy um, the information in that journal article. So um, today's source comes from uh, Mother Nature Network. As you all know, it's MNN.com. It's one of my best sources for all types of um, helpful um, environmental info. So things that are tidbits and bite-sized, things that you can um, absorb quickly and always come back to. Um, and so I, I decided to get into this a topic specifically because it's flu season. So, uh, you know, where I am, it's, you know, getting ready to be a little bit chilly, you know, later um, within uh, October-ish, it will definitely be kind of freezy, definitely, you know, have your scarves out and everything, because then after that, it'll be November and etc. So, I might have to talk about this now, because then we can all prep. 
Um, and for those who have allergies, this is probably a godsend and there's always more to learn when it comes to, um, being prepared for the winter months and these, these fall months and everything. So I figured why not talk about it now, um, before everyone gets sick or has to go to the hospital or, um, is sort of, you know, getting out their, their fall and winter clothes, just preparing for allergies is another thing to cross off your list as we prepare for everything to get cold and um, windy. So um, I entitled this um, just ways to alleviate your allergies really quickly, um, some really great uh, flyby tips, but at the same token, they are you know mainstays and then I'll go into, of course, the Mother Earth Minutes and expounding upon um, some of the things that we talked about um, earlier, so in the news. So the first uh, tip for you is to avoid your triggers. This means anything from uh, staying indoors and, you know, making sure it's clean inside. You know, you're not trapping your pollen um, inside your home or your apartment or where you stay. So typically um, pollen, sometimes you'll um, encounter it in the late morning or midday. So around 5 to 6 p.m. So keep your eye on pollen and um, try and avoid it best when you can. So avoid going outside during certain times and that will definitely um, make sure that you're not triggered that way um, by pollen when it happens to be around at its peak. Your second tip here is to um, not uh, bring pollen inside. So that's very important as well. Um, so any you know dander from either pets even um, can be a trigger for other people. So um, be wary of that. So um, the Asthma and Allergen Foundation of America actually suggests um, showering and washing your hair before you go to bed, which is really wise. Um, so you can keep that pollen off your bedding. Um, you can wash your sheets also, but wash those in hot and uh, soapy water weekly. Um, and then when you come indoors, you know, always change and wash your clothes, simple. Um, but then when you go outside, you can um, protect your eyes. So you can have sunglasses, um, which is really helpful. Um, and sunglasses are good, uh, are good uh, year round. So you don't really have a time limit when it comes to wearing sunglasses. And then you can also have a hat on to... Uh, cover up your hair and um, also protect against having pollen in your hair um, and then also limiting your contact with your pets like I said before the pet dander um, is great too um, especially if you're walking your your dogs or other animals um, on leashes and everything if you are you know bathing them often you know, uh, twice or so, three times a week, however much you are outside during um, the allergy season, that's very important as well. Um, and then, like they were saying before, um, the foundation, you know, washing your bedding is very important. Um, and then another thing I think is really important is um, taking off your outside clothes. For me, I love having my um, not fresh clothes as in like my pristine clothes I don't wear my pristine and, and nice and in and, and, and just great clothes that I would on the outside on on the on the inside of my home so I wear you know my shorts and t-shirts or something else maybe a jacket uh, indoors and so um, you know I just take uh, my clothes off when I'm done um, 
you know, coming in the home, my home. And so, you know, you get to, you know, settle in and you don't have the dander or pollen or anything else from the outside with you. You put that in, the, of course, the laundry and then you change into your comfortable clothes, which I love wearing comfortable clothes uh, most times, not all the time, but mostly, you know, I love just being comfy where I am. So um, that's a really great tip um, for all of those um, who are wondering about, you know, trying to um, keep away the pollen. Um, the third tip I have is um, some ways of e easing your symptoms. So, um, you know, easing your symptoms can come in a variety of ways. And so a lot of people, including myself, we sometimes get the sniffles or we sneeze, you know, repeatedly or um, we start to get itchy. I don't get itchy, but, you know, people do get itchy and then the stuffiness it can last days, sometimes a week or so. I've had those moments uh, myself. So um, if you can, try to find something like a steroid nasal spray. Uh, and that will definitely ease the inflammation in your nose. Um, antihistamines are really great for sneezing and sniff sniffling and itching. All those three. And also decongestants for uh, stuffiness. Um, but a warning as far as uh, decongestants decongestants um those nasal sprays um really shouldn't be used more than three days in a row for most cases and for most people so if you're finding yourself using that for for longer either contact your doctor or um, refer to the instructions specifically to see how long they're supposed to um, be used um, and then if you have any adverse effects definitely go to um the um primary care doctor or emergency room um, if you can so you don't have any um, bad reactions or other things that are going on and um, following up on that the fourth tip is to check in with your doctor now not everyone can do this but for those that can um, medications are a big uh, thing here and also allergy avoidance which is you know making sure that you aren't getting triggered and you're avoiding consciously the things that will have your allergies all flared up so um, in this make sure to identify and avoid your allergy trigger so what is uh, causing you to have the sniffles or to you know shake uh, you know unconsciously or to you know get itchy and you didn't know maybe you're allergic to uh, plastics or maybe you're allergic to uh, uh, hair from animals maybe you're allergic to grass specifically like maybe you're allergic to certain foods or fruits or things on trees and you didn't know you know maybe you go past and, and walk on a certain path to school or in the park or around the neighborhood and you always get uh, the sniffles or, or irritated around that patch of, of land maybe that is a cause so you want to write down or make note of what is making you um, you know different and what's making you um, not be yourself so things are out of the ordinary for you make sure you take note of those things now regarding medication your doctor is probably going to, you know, discuss with you many things. And so they may discuss with you uh, pills or uh, sort of liquid medication, nasal sprays, eye drops, any of those things. So figure out what works with you and what you've tried in the past and what you can, you know, maybe try in the future. And then take note of it so you can see what works well with your body and how it interacts with you. 
Then the last tip is to keep your indoor space, um, that air fresh and clean. This is very important. So, you know, get filtered up. Make sure that you have those high efficiency filters in your home, in your apartment, where you stay, your tiny home, wherever you are, maybe even an RV, and change those regularly. Um, you can see the, the vent sometimes on the outer uh, part of the filter. So, you know, if you have a heavy uh, filtration, filtration system throughout your home, um, you can see the um, dust sometimes on the outer part of it. And that's when you know that you have to either change your filter or dust more frequently. So your um, HEPA filter is the way to go. So look at it in your, your bedroom space where you sleep. Make sure you are dusting and sweeping regularly. Um, every day, you know, sometimes people clean. So, you know, maybe get in the habit of cleaning more often, especially when you're in the home more often and uh, you have more time to do so, especially when it's around those sick and seasonal um, allergy months, you know, in the uh, latter half or so of the year. And um, also those HEPA filters will definitely take care of those allergen particles. Um, and also the Mayo Clinic suggests doing that when it comes to um, getting the HEPA filter. Get it for your vacuum cleaner as well because there are options out there for you. And um, if mold is even a trigger, which is a big um, allergen um, pest, then you can use a de dehumidifier um, to try and keep your home uh, dry. All right, so um, I did enjoy, um, you know, getting into the meat of this um, topic. And because I haven't really gotten sick too, too much, like I recently got my flu shot, like last, last year, I got it, I think, late, late um, September-ish, um, early October, and, you know, I... I keep on those, you know, flu shots and everything. It's no problem. And I, I, I am healthy. Um, and so I don't get sick often. But for those who are in, in our, um, you know, really struggling, like, it gets better. I remember when I used to have phloem. And I used to, you know, whenever it was, like, October or even sometimes in August, I would, you know, get sick. And I would just be sniffling and it would last for like two weeks or so and I get better. The symptoms were really dragging on and I I found ways to combat it slowly but surely. So for me, I would, you know, in in school, for example, I would just drink a gallon of orange juice and I would last, you know, three days or so. Um, I would make sure that my uh, neck was protected with the scarf and everything because that's a real... Um, issue if you don't, you know, have that. So you're, 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 you're cutting off the, the bad germs in circulation so that they can't get to your neck and your, um, esophagus and your, your nasal path, uh, path, uh, paths in you. And you know, you're protecting your space, you're protecting your head and you're keeping yourself warm. Like it was very, um, much needed to have those scarves and hats and gloves. Um, very good to, you know, prepare, and, you know, I think in the future, I probably will do an update episode, maybe. Um, but specifically, I'll do it probably towards uh, natural remedies. Uh, so for the sick months, so that everyone can sort of get what they need. Um, I even thought about making this a two-parter. But at the same time, I think um, more of the information I'll talk about in the Mother Earth Minutes will definitely um, soothe your souls when it comes to 
um, getting some really helpful tips to how to um, combat your allergies and how to, you know, not be sick. And so I think that they're helpful more so. Um, I really do wish I had more um, thoughts to say about it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm getting to, you know, talk to you about this. And, you know, if you have, you know, allergen stories or things that, you know, sort of can't help you, you know, sleep at night, you know, maybe there's something that I can do. And so I think in a future podcast episode, um, maybe before um, the seasons end, like maybe um, pre-spring, maybe I'll do an update um, podcast episode on um, some of the um, allergy triggers for the spring. And so um, that'll be a little bit better, but I hopefully, um, you know, wish this to be a really powerful episode um, for those who, you know, have allergies and are suffering from different things. So stay tuned for the Mother Earth Minutes to check out more uh, on some really helpful tips. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the Mother Earth Minutes is where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and as always save Mother Earth. So the message for this podcast episode is to take in some allergy facts. There's a few that I think were really um, shocking to say the least but really powerful and I really hope with the tips that I curated and uh, made and everything that it really helps you all those who have allergies and suffer all the time. Um, a really, you know, big fact, uh, these come from the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. And um, the first one is that more than 50 million Americans have experienced various types of allergies each year. And that was reported from the CDC. And then um, the allergies, um, the allergies are the sixth um, leading cause of chronic illness in the United States. And that was found, um, you know, through the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. So the first tip I guess I have for you is to check in with your um, allergy or health section on your um, clock. I know that there's a a specific portion in uh, the space that alerts you to weather and everything on on those smartphones and cell phones. So you can check in on um, the health uh, part where it's talking about um, morning or midday or evening forecasts of um, pollen or or your allergy uh, sensitivity. You can check in there. I know that there, I think, was were other apps that I checked into too, but I remember uh, checking out on my smartphone, um, my cell phone, everything, um, that that could be done. And if not, you can check online for specific 
um, markers within clocks or whatever you use to set alarms or something like that on your phone so you can check in um, and see uh, when is um, it, it peak time for certain um, you know winds or things to irritate you this is you know prime time to do that and so um, that would be a very good you know, tip to follow up on um, my next tip is all about um, being aware of um, OAS, which is oral allergy uh, syndrome. So this is all about the food pollen allergy syndromes and those who have um, fruit uh, pollen syndromes and, and those who you know have sensitivities to certain foods. I'm just letting you uh, be wary of some of the symptoms that you may have after eating uh, different types of offending food. So you may have itchy or swollen lips or tingling at the back of your throat or scratchiness on the roof of your mouth or maybe you have your eyes being irritated. I'm going to uh, talk to you about some foods um, that may irritate you and you may not have known um, you know, some of your favorite foods maybe have irritated you and now you can you know, get some closure. Um, So for those who are allergic to to grass pollens, you'll want to avoid um, oranges and tomatoes, melons and figs. And if you're allergic to weed uh, pollens, uh, specifically um, something like ragweed, then uh, the following foods may trigger you. Um, So bananas or cantaloupes, cucumbers or melons, uh, zucchini, artichoke even, um, and then also teas like echinacea, uh, chamomile, and hibiscus. Those teas um, also may irritate you and trigger your um, allergic reactions. Um, and then a last one is some other foods. If you have um, more than one type of allergy, so if you have different types of allergies, then you're probably going to be also susceptible to um, ap- apples, um, uh, almonds, celery, Uh, strawberries and also cherries Uh, the third tip I have is to kick your immune system in the gear like I said before orange juice really helped me and trying to maintain a healthy immune system was really great Um, and taking your vitamins having your water intake and exercising um, and getting your seven to eight hours of sleep um, was very is very important Um, also um, just being Aware of your triggers is very important as well. Uh, Fourth tip is to, uh, like I said before in the news, to check out the uh, HEPA filters, but make sure you get the washable ones. Remember, we're all about being eco-focused here. So you can have the washable uh, HEPA filters and also the washable uh, particle filters, and they come in different varieties for all of your Um, air purifiers and vacuums and other types of machines so they're compatible with most of those um, electronics and most of those um, things that can help you breathe better so you'll be on the right track um, with those filters. Um, The fifth tip is to uh, look into some home remedies or like I said before make a trip to the doctor Um, I will be doing um, an update uh, episode um, probably, like I said, in the spring. So I want to get to doing some home remedies and talking about those. But um, I think those are very important, especially for those who don't like conventional medicine or, or don't always see the doctor regularly or think it's too expensive. But there could be alternatives out there 
Um, so if you, you know, think you can do it, find some home remedies that work and kind of help your symptoms and your allergies and help you um, be less uh, symptomatic uh, later. And then uh, the uh, sixth and last tip uh, just refers to um, all the different uh, pollen types that are out there. So there's definitely tons of pollen types and I'm going to talk about uh, several of them. So uh, the first one is juniper. Juniper um, has its allergy season uh, in the winter for ash junipers and in the spring for western junipers. And a tip is to limit your outdoor activity from uh, from 5 to 10 a.m. during the juniper allergy season, which is really typical for the pollen to be about. The second type of pollen is, of course, ragweed, which I briefly talked on. And uh, their allergy season or its allergy season is August to November. And it releases pollen at dawn uh, with airborne levels often spiking from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So it depends on the the wind and dew there. Um, The third pollen type is uh, orchard uh, grass and its allergy season is from May to June. So uh, you should um, go ahead and avoid the outdoors before 10 a.m. Um, and keep windows closed, of course, and don't use attic fans, especially if you live near any uh, grassy fields or grazing land or orchards. The fourth uh, type of um, different thing that will you know, give you those pollens that are very bad are the uh, hickory and pecan trees. And their allergy season is late spring, uh, about um, April to June. And so a quick tip is that don't worry too much about it in the afternoon, but um, overall you can't really um, escape their pollen, so be sure to just watch out. The fifth um, type of pollen is uh, those from ash trees. So it kind of varies in its allergy season. So in the winter to spring, um, I would say that you have to be wary of um, both the ash and olive trees that grow because their pollens can cross-react. The sixth uh, pollen is mulberry. Now, their uh, its allergy season is uh, in April to June, and its pollen may cross-react with other uh, species that it has, like fig and also breadfruit trees, so beware. The seventh uh, type of pollen is from oak trees. And their allergy season is all in spring. And a quick tip is to um, follow, you know, your general pollen avoiding um, advice, making sure that you're away from windows and keeping those closed. And of course, limiting your outdoor activity, specifically from 5 to 10 a.m. in the spring. And there's a few different remedies that you can use, but do not push your luck overall. Um, And make sure that you uh, keep indoors and away from oak trees if you are allergic. The eighth uh, type of pollen is ryegrass. Ryegrass uh, has its uh, allergy season from June to August. And a quick tip is that you can keep it mowed. Um, It's the grass uh, less than 12 inches. So a good foot, you know, keep it less than that, of course. Um, No one likes high grass. And um, you can also stay indoors from 5 to 10 a.m. to avoid uh, some of the worst um, you know, reactions from ryegrass. 
The ninth uh, pollen uh, type is from birch trees and their allergy season is in spring. And a quick tip is to um, limit um, or try to um, lessen maybe your uh, exposure to the raw fruits and vegetables that kind of resemble birch pollen um, and may trigger allergies in people. So um, almonds or apples, cherries, peaches, walnuts, those type of uh, foods, um, you can sort of cook with them or cook them down um, and denature them by cooking. And so you won't kind of have those um, really serious um, triggers um, if you do that. I'm almost um, clear and done with everything here or leading up to the 10th one, uh, Timothy grass. So from June to July is allergy season. And a quick tip is that you can control um, the Timothy, gra Timothy grass by mowing the plants before they flower. Um, but they, they can cross pollinate so watch out there like I, I said. Um, and then the 11th one, the last one here is a wormwood. Wormwood, its allergy season is midsummer to fall, and multiple species bloom close together. So, if one affects you, so will the others. The ego fact of the day is that human activity threatens 1 million species of plants and animals with extinction. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the September-October 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field, in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the Eco Company Spotlight is a time where I, of course, review an environmentally friendly or um, really great um, product or service that happens to be eco-conscious. And so I've been doing so for some time now, since February 2019. And I want to get um, your um, feedback and your ideas about your products or services that you use or own and know about. And I'd love you know, getting to, you know, tell um, these company stories and what I experience of them. And it's really fun. So if you have your feedback, be sure to let me know by voice message or email and Greener Thoughts, of course. So this latest company is called Sevenly. It's one of my favorites. Sevenly is one of the best clothing companies that cares for people. Sevenly was founded in 2011 and it has the mission of raising funds um, and being uh, ones who are conscious and aware and bringing that awareness and followers for the world's greatest causes. Sevenly gives back in many, many ways and it's number one um, uh, is being um, one that, you know, brings causes and it 
causes people to support its mission with its clothing and it also manufactures its clothing only in fair trade facilities. Sevenly, Sevenly also um, is one to uh, have contributed over $5 million for hundreds of nonprofits uh, pr- partners and also um, doing so while creating billions of impressions promoting the epic, epic work that they do. Uh, Sevenly in the press has been uh, around a ton of different places such as Entrepreneur Magazine, Forbes Magazine, Huffington Post, or HuffPo. Um, they also are on um, and noted on Mashable, um, the Orange County Register, People Magazine, The Good Table, Thrive Global, and also the Los Angeles Times. Uh, there are number there are a number of causes that uh, Sevenly supports, and. Um, they run the gamut as far as uh, what they do, and they do a lot. Some of their uh, causes are um, autism, um, health and medical um, sorts of things, and they're really specific on those. Um, disaster relief, patriotic causes, Down syndrome, education, family matters, food and water relief, outdoor and environment, slavery and trafficking, uh, social causes, and also suicide prevention. Uh, Sevenly has products like uh, their clothing, which they uh, sell just about everything from head to toe um, for women, men, kids, for babies. Also, they have lifestyle products like wall art, pillows, beach towels, and more. You can email them, if the, especially if you have um, questions about products or need help with an order. You can go ahead and email them at service at sevenly.org or support at sevenly.org. Uh, also, please uh, allow 24 to 48 hours of a response time, and also Sevenly is closed on Sundays. Now, my experience of Sevenly has been a great one. Um, I first heard about them um, after 2011, so maybe 2012 or 2013, it was probably 2012 I first heard of them. Um, and I bought clothes way back then. And I remember that the style of um, purchasing they had was really great because it was on the, it was on the countdown. So they only had a week's, um, a week's worth or an item for a week. And they had certain, um, uh, limited edition wear that you could only wear, um, or only be available for that, for that specific time, for that specific window, um, I think of about a week or so. And I remember, um, then it was an amazing concept and things just sold out really fast. And I love their clothing and I still have one of their pieces. I have their, um, their sweatshirt, their homeless uh, sweatshirt in the 3.5, um, mil- uh, million, uh, homeless people, um, in the United States um, at the time there. And it was, I think, really specific. I think it was either veterans or another population of people. But it was really remarkable, you know, having that um, mean so much. And I still love it. And I wear it, you know, a ton of places. And it's really great for um, chilly days, for winter wear, for fall wear, um, to layer and everything. And so I'm really proud to represent um, Sevenly. And I love... Um, the durability of the clothing. Again, I've had that sweatshirt for a long time. 
Um, they're really packed with great causes that you can get behind. They have something for everyone. And they literally are doing the best things by giving back and working really hard at what they do. Um, Sevenly can be found online at a few places. They can be found online at sevenly.org and also eBay, though, in limited quantities. Uh, Sevenly is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at uh, Sevenly, like the word uh, seven and then L-Y, Instagram at Sevenly, uh, all lowercase, uh, LinkedIn, same thing, Sevenly, Pinterest at Sevenly, uh, Twitter at Sevenly Outfitters, and also on YouTube at We Are Sevenly. So all in all, thank you for listening in and tuning in. Uh, let me know how this podcast episode really you know, affected you and how you loved uh, the information and if it was something to easily pass to someone else, especially if they happen to be allergic for, to different things. Um, and I'm really excited for um, what this season will bring because every season has its ups and downs and joys and everything. And I'm really excited. It's been a you know, a wild year um, for things in the news, for all types of things, for things that have been out there. And so I'm really excited to um, get um, into, you know, things that are coming up, especially in November for my special giveaway coming up. Um, so I'll be sure to stay tuned to check that out. But um, until then, you all take care and I will see you and talk to, with you in the next podcast episode. But until then, take care. Bye.